Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Who the hell is Ben Jones? <clears throat> oh, there's the right fader. But back in the original studio, for those who are vaguely interested, I know that's about, ooh, none of you, but they've kind of swapped things around. So where I'm used to having the phones on my left-hand side, now I've got my hardcore internet pornography. And where I'm used to having my hardcore internet pornography on my right-hand side, now I've got the phones. I don't know whether I'm Arthur or indeed Martha. In the Absolute Radio, Eloise is trying to sort out whether her flat still exists and whether she's going to be going home to it tonight. There could be a chance she'll be sleeping in my spare room. Little does she know, I also sleep in my spare room. We have an action-packed show this evening. Uh, we have the great Tim Key will be on the phone live from the Edinburgh Festival. The great Louis Dreiberg, a.k.a. Uh, at the South Pole, will be on the telephone live from the Edinburgh Festival. And news. But more importantly than anything that's happening in this crazy world, now, I've been saying it for, for quite a while, haven't I? The world is melting. The world is melting. Not only is there all this nonsense going on in London and around the country, more importantly to me... The monkeys have split up again. Oh, man. Well, there are rumours floating around on the internet, and I won't fuel those fires by saying what those rumours are, because some of them are quite harsh. Well, I'll tell you what some of them are, shall I? Basically, they've cancelled the rest of their 45th anniversary tour, uh, and there are rumours, A, that the band have fallen out again. They famously don't get on very well. B, that there is a problem with the management. And C, I don't want to say, because it involves one of them personally, and I don't want to get involved until, you know... If it's true, it's very sad, and if, you know, so I don't, I don't want to get involved with that. But I'm going to play a monkey song later tonight, because I'm, I'm genuinely gutted. They haven't filmed one for a... They didn't film a concert for a DVD! I've been obsessing about the monkeys all evening. I've had one of those days, right? I've achieved nothing. I've been wallowing in, in self-loathing and depression all day. My wife and uh, my boy stayed away last night and um, because I was doing Set the Agenda. And by the way, thank you to everyone who came. More on that later on, but a, a resounding success. Uh, and they were going to come back today and they didn't and they've stayed away tonight. So I've had the whole house to myself. Huge list of things to do, including clearing out the attic, uh, transferring all of my music from my iPod onto a hard drive, writing a book, all of, loads of stuff. All right. Under none of it, under none of it. 
Suddenly it was quarter past one and Diagnosis Murder was on and I thought, I can't miss that. I'm riding the fader like they do on BBC London on the weekend morning shows. <laughs> I've just caught myself doing it. I'm like a proper DJ. And at 22 past 11, we'll find out what's happening in your area. Uh, so I did nothing and then I had a doze and... I... All I've eaten today are four slices of uh, toast, two of which had grated cheese on, and two big bowls of Greek yoghurt with honey. That is all I've eaten. Oh, and about eight biscuits when I came in. Custard creams. We'll be interviewing the cast of We Will Rock You at 25 minutes to 12. At a quarter past midnight, we'll be picking the recipe of the week. So anyway, I was uh, d- 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 in the weekend. I was nearly knocked down on a zebra crossing, and uh, for our American friends, that's a zebra crossing. Uh, let's not mention zebras too much, but you get the idea. Uh, by some um, mm, idiot driving a, a big red car, right? And he he was coming. I could see he was coming. He was coming quite fast, but he was far enough away that I took the initiative to step on, onto the, the zebra crossing. I took the initiative. I am sensible because not only am I a, a pedestrian, I'm also a driver. So I know how long he had to break and I knew that he could do it. So I stepped out. He didn't stop. Suddenly, I'm in the middle of the zebra crossing. He's coming straight towards me. His car goes over the zebra crossing and stops literally, and this is not an exaggeration, although it may be slightly, literally five inches away from me. It was scary and close enough for his blonde bit in the car to put, literally put, I'm saying literally a lot. I I think I've forgotten how to do radio. I genuinely think I've forgotten how to do radio. Put her hands over her face and pull a horrified look of panic. And I think she may have screamed a little bit. I walked on, turned around, said, sort of shrugged my shoulders, went, What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway, he did it. He had an accent. I think it may have been South African or American or it was foreign. All right. And I'll have a go at doing the foreign accent. But he said, yeah, you goddamn mother. You M- he called me an MF. Right. He called me an MF. Goddamn MF. What are you doing? I was completely in the right at this point. And uh, all I could do, <laughs> I was so shocked that he was having a go at me when I was the one that had nearly died, that I turned round and went, oh, up yours, you dickhead. Now, it, 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 in terms of uh, comebacks, it wasn't Oscar Wilde. It certainly wasn't Noel Coward. But I walked away feeling very, very proud of myself that in the face of his brash American insult, I had responded in a calm, collected manner using an English insult. So tonight, dear listener, let's bring back English insults. Thank you very much. That's what we're doing. You can make a hashtag out of that and we can tweet this. Now, don't fill up and swear. We don't want swears. We want good old-fashioned English insults, you wally. There's one. You can have that one for free. Tonight, we are bringing back English insults. Oh, double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the telephone number if you want to give us a call as we bring back the English insult. This is for anyone who came to see Set the Agenda on Sunday night. I think me and James did a pretty good rendition of this. 
And I have to say that the um, fillet show that took part was mimed. It was mimed. It was not in any way real. Although I did feel good. The knack and my Shrona. I, it, it would it would turn out, uh, Eloise. I've forgotten how to do um, radio shows. I, I don't think I can do it anymore. Something over the weekend has happened, uh, and I've become slick. I don't want to be slick. Ooh. I make when I'm trying to have a poo. We'll see how slick I am later on in the show when I have to back count to the news. We'll give that a go, shall we? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Through there is Eloise. Good evening, Eloise. Hello. I've forgotten how to do radio. It's all right, you'll remember. Are you sure? Well, I want to... F- well, maybe I've remembered how to do radio and I want to forget because the first 17 minutes have been bloody slick. Bloody slick. <laughs> I've been riding the fader. I've been teasing stuff. I've been throwing forward. Have you really? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Oh, but is, that, is this... I tell you what, I, I know what I need to do and I, and I know why this has happened. You know I'm tentatively trying to write a book about working in radio. Tentatively. Yeah. I've, got, I've got nearly 3,000 words now. Ah, uh, listen to old stuff. Well, no, well, I've not listened to it, but I've, I've went, I found the box in the attic that's got all the old cassettes in, OK? And I knew, I knew some of the stuff that's going to be in there. I knew there'd be some old... I, I knew there'd be... Well, someone gave me all of my LBC shows, all of them, so I've got those on CD now. Yeah. But in this box, I, found a, I knew there'd be a couple of XFM shows, but I found loads of XFM shows. I found a show that I did for four weeks on Radio 6... With me and Alex Lowe, where I faked up, um, I pretended that we'd worked together as a double act, and all I did was record some stuff I'd done and some stuff he'd done and cut it together so it sounded like we were, I lied to get the job, they never asked us back. But then I also found my first ever show I did on my own, Christmas 1997, Horizon 103.3 FM in Milton Keynes. <laughs> I've got the tape, and I'm just thinking, I, I don't think I can listen to no, it. No, yeah, that'd be hilarious, do it. I'll tell you what I'll do. Because I don't... I, 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 should I copy some of it off onto MP3 and, and bring it in and play some of yeah. it on here? Should I do that? And I won't listen to it. So I'll, I'll, just, I'll just pick a few bits okay. and bring it in and we can listen to it. I was 24 at the time. That's good. It's quite scary. I don't think I can listen to it on my own in, in, in my bedroom, though. That would, that would make me want to cry. But if Definitely I do it... bring it in. I'll, OK, tomorrow. Or maybe, maybe, maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow I'll do it. I'm scared now. Well, tomorrow's the bootleg show, so it might be appropriate. Oh, we've got yes, we've got the we've got a guy from PRS coming in. Yeah. And we have uh, a bootlegger. Let's call him Dave. Yeah. Mainly that's because it's his real name. <laughs> he, he got in touch. He got in touch with me, and I said, "Would well, you want to go under a pseudonym?" He said, "I'm called Dave." Do you know what I mean? Doesn't get any vaguer than that. Uh, we'll be discussing bootlegs. So yes, maybe I will bring it in tomorrow. It was brilliant. It was Christmas. I'd worked, been working there for three months as the Black Thunder guy on the breakfast show. And Christmas Day, I had to do a four-hour show. I'd had no training whatsoever in the Christmas studio. Day. Christmas Day. And Paul Kenton, the, the uh, programme controller, went, OK, and that's your fader for the news, that's your fader for your song, uh, and that's your fader for your adverts. Uh, someone will be in at two o'clock in the afternoon to take over. Have a great Christmas. Bye. And they're going... <laughs> it was, I, I can imagine it was awful. I tried to do a prank phone call as well. <laughs> yeah, I tried to do a prank phone call. 
Oh, I bet it was all, oh, I'm embarrassed. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, we'll, we'll bring it in. I'll bring it in tomorrow where we should play that. You know what you were talking about, yes. about the crossing the road thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the weekend, I got pushed by a granny. Oh, yes, I heard about this. But I had a terrible comeback. Is but it, it was it, probably very British now. Was it swears? No. Okay, so she pushed you over because you were queuing at a bus stop. No, no. That, right, there was no queue. Ooh. There was... It was a bus stop where there's about 11 people... 11 buses. Yeah. And there was uh, people sat down, and then there was just me standing up and another guy. Yeah. And the other guy got on, then I got on, yeah. because I, just no clue that there was any sort of You know of queue. what I'm like about getting on buses, though. But I, If I'd have known yeah. of some sort of order, but I didn't. No, okay. Because there was just people sat down. and there did, you, about... did you wander up while they were sat down? Well, there they were is, sat down and you wandered up. So there was a se- there was one bus already at the bus stop, and yeah. then a second bus pulled up, and then a third bus pulled okay. up and opened okay. its doors. So okay. I walked to the third bus. Okay, can I just ask you? I'm going to ask you the question again. Were the people sat down and then you wandered up? Uh, there was four people sat down, okay, so and I was standing by the bus stop. So there was a queue. Okay, but carry on. Uh, so this guy got on, and then I got on, yeah. and as I got on, this lady ran up to me and barged me with her elbow oh. I hit the door so Ooh. hard and like sort of tripped over oh, no. and did you go um, down pardon did you go down no almost okay. Okay. like okay. I stumbled on my foot yeah and um, and then she was just like going you're so rude there's not there's a queue here wow. and I was saying I didn't realise there was a queue and I said what's rude is that you've pushed me yeah and because I believe that I had made an innocent mistake yeah I'm kind of on her side so far but okay but what but she had made. She knew she was being a bully and who, pushed me. Who was there first, her or you? Absolutely no idea. Well, Louise, there. Come on. All she needed to say was, uh, "Sorry, I was in first. Oh, sorry, you go on first, then." I don't agree with with physical violence. That applies to bus queues and that applies to, to no, what's going on. No, she dealt with it that... wrong. She was out of order. You don't push someone to get well, what you want. You don't. You don't push in in a queue. You've heard me say this before. You I know my allegiance. I didn't push in a queue. There was no queue. She wasn't queuing. She, she was, was sat there. with a group of collective people. She was there Only one you. person of that queue were four if there was any sort the of queue got up. on it. So there wasn't a you queue. You got on then she would have been there before. I know... I mean, she was in the right. But I know how we can, we can sort this out. What they need at bus stops, it's like when you queue up at the meat counter in Sainsbury's, you pull a little ticket. So you've got a number. So no, you- just need separate queues for separate buses. <laughs> I'm that just, way I know who's in the queue I, for what. She listen, could have been up for the number listen, 25, I, the number 8, the number 11, the C2. It. It How do I know what I, queue she's in? Listen, I'm, I'm trying to be like Kofi Annan, who I once saw at an airport, uh, and I'm trying to mediate. You're not okay. mediating very well. You're mediating in favour of someone who was in the wrong. There, she should not have pushed you, but... Violently. She should not push you violently. <laughs> Because that's what you said. I didn't. You suddenly had a country twang <laughs> about you. I didn't. Podcast listener, rewind it back and let me know. <laughs> she was in the wrong for pushing you violently, and that you <laughs> should not. You should have respected the queue. You should have. I known. didn't. There wasn't a bloody queue. Anyways, I told her, "Chill out, old lady," and went upstairs. <laughs> Because I couldn't think of anything better. Chill out! It's a hideous Americanism. I know. I didn't mean to say it. Okay, listen. We're going to find some lovely English insults that you could have said to, to that old lady who <laughs> was every right to barge past you. We shall do that in a minute. Oh, double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Absolute Radio is our name. Absolute Radio. Every morning this week. <laughs> no way ready to play the next record. I do apologise. I was trying to find out. What's going on with the monkeys tour on the internet? Hang on a second. There's me saying I'm being all professional and stuff. And hang on, hang on. Stay, stay with me. Stay with me. It's, um, 
Yeah, so we want that. We don't want that one. Um, ah, yes, yeah, so we'll have this young man here. We play this. I don't think anybody noticed anything. There's quite a few English insults coming through on Twitter. We'll get to those a bit later on. The hashtag is English insults. Let's go to John in Hull. Good evening, John. Good evening. John, what can I do for you? Uh, I basically told to speak to you about the uh, zebra crossing incident. Oh, yeah, go on. And uh, the fact that you forgot how to do a radio. Do you not think it's because you had, like, a near-death experience? Oh, you could be onto you something. You quite a bit. Yeah, you could be onto something there, John. It could have... What did it, it's, it's kind of scared me, and yeah, I've forgotten everything. Just, Jog your memory and like reset it How do we do that? Now, if we were a computer, we just uh, hold down the off button until it reset, or if I was a, a phone, you'd put a little pin in a hole and it would reset. Yeah. What do I do with my brain? Uh, a full bottle of jacks. It's, it's one way around uh, the system, <laughs> uh, but as I'm coming up to nearly seven years not drinking, it probably wouldn't be a good Ooh. idea. Um, so, uh, I don't know then. Hmm. I really don't know. John, but, um, yes. Yeah, given half the chance, I'd have done the same thing. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly the, the same thing. What, 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 what does he mean? Though? The same thing? He would have stopped crossing the road, or he would have been driving the car? I'm not sure. Let me. I'm going to try line one, shall we? Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hey, is that Cosmic Malcolm? Yeah. Hey, man, how you doing? Okay, I, I, um, I wanted to, uh, like, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Okay, okay. I mean, with all the young people at the moment. Well, let's not worry about those tonight, shall we? Let's let's try and take our minds off of that, shall we? I just, yeah, I just feel that it's all well, been spoken the wrong way. Well, let, uh, here's an idea. Why don't we not speak about it for two hours? How's about that? Well, that's also a good idea. But well, let's do that. Because yeah, it's everywhere. Why? It's everywhere. It's on Five Live. It's on LBC. It's on Talk. You want to listen to that? Go and listen to those. Yeah, let's. Why don't we? All, they're all talking the wrong thing. Ian. Well, but but I'm Cosmic, sorry, man. no, I no, Cosmic exactly Malcolm. What you're saying? No, though. but you don't know what I'm saying because you are ignoring. It's not a suggestion. It's an instruction. Right. So if they're if they're all saying the wrong things, why not go and hmm. talk to them? Well, and tell so them they're, they're saying the wrong things. Don't, don't, don't tell me that they're saying the wrong things. You go and tell them they're saying the wrong things. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Cosmic Malcolm, thank you very much. We need to phone um, Tim Key, don't we, Eloise? Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. gosh, indeed. Yes, we do. I'd forgotten about that as well. And we've got Lewis on at quarter two. <sighs> very exciting. Let's work. Can we, just between now and one, let's just kind of, you know, we know what's going on around the country. Let's just forget it for two hours. It's been everywhere. Everywhere. Just forget it for a couple of hours, shall we? Uh, let's go. We're getting Tim Key live on the phone. This is exciting. I'm a big fan. I don't want. I don't want to kind of froth too much as we um, introduce him. <clears throat> Eloise is calling him up. I'm, uh, we'll, we'll get the thumbs up when she's uh, ready. I don't want to play sad music. Let's play something a little bit joyous, shall we? Let's play. Ah, uh, let's have this. This will. Uh, this will do. Oh, by the way, in Edinburgh, they have the worst mobile phone reception ever. Is it going to his answer phone? It, it's the worst. Uh, mobile reception anywhere in the world in Edinburgh. I've just remembered. We have no chance of talking to him at all. Let me just take line one while we're waiting. Yes, line one. It's Nathan. How are you, Ian? Hello, Nathan. What can I do for you? Well, I just thought we're getting a bit older, you and me now, aren't we? A bit horny? 
A bit older. I'm getting a bit horny now, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, baby! <laughs> good. good. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, I've just... I've lost the urge to procreate. I'm getting older. You've lost the urge? Yeah. I've always found sex a chore, if I'm completely honest. No, I find unless I'm, that a beautiful Unless I'm paying for it, then, I, you know, what the money's worth. Yes. I find that beautiful thing about life, that caring, that sharing part of it all, I find it beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just lost the urge to do it. OK, what what, what can we do, Nathan, to I get the urge back? I need some testosterone, <laughs> I could give you an injection. Yeah, good, good. I think I need something. Good lad. Well, Nathan, I hope that's helped. OK, thanks, man. Thank you very much. Yes, why, Roan Burns, Nathan fiddles away. Um, we're still trying to get hold of it. Any joy With, yet? Um... Oh, no, we're not sure. We're not sure. We're not sure what's happening yet. She's maybe phoning up the PR. Uh, when you go to the Edinburgh Festival, or Edinburgh, the, the, the city, at any other time of the year, there is maybe th- there are three streets, I think, where you can get maybe two or three bars on your mobile phone. The rest of it is just completely out of range. Awful. Awful. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, this is awesome. Hang on a second. Tim Key? Hello? This is Ian Lee. You're on Absolute. It says on my screen, you are completely unaware that we're supposed to be interviewing you tonight. Yeah, I just was just explaining that I'm, there's been a breakdown in communication. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Well, it's not, it, well, it is and it isn't, really. I mean... I'm not prepared, so it might be a bad in- interview. Well, uh, do you know what? I'm never prepared anyway, so maybe the, the, if we're both bad, it might give it some kind of, you know, credibility. Okay, okay this should be good then. Well, it, c- it should be. Listen, where, where are you now at this very second? Are you in the Pleasance Courtyard? Thank you. Um, no, I'm just paying for a pint in the, um, in the, in the bar in the Queen Dome, in the, in the Dome, the Edinburgh Dome. The Edinburgh Dome. Dome. How many... I, I, I haven't done a full Edinburgh show for about 12 years, and the last time I did it, it nearly killed me. How, how are you feeling so far, a week in? Oh, it's killing me. It's like, a, yeah, it's tough. It's really tough, I find. It's like, um, yeah, my show is going, is going fine, but it's still, it always just breaks me each day thinking about the fact that I've got to do a show in the evening <laughs> until it's kind of absolutely nailed. And it's not nailed yet. It's kind of... It's, it's nice. Like, I'm enjoying a lot of the show. Yeah. It feels incomplete at the moment. Shall we do... Let's do the business. Where, whereabouts are you on and when are you on? Um, I'm on in um, the Queen Dome at 9.45. OK. And I'm now going to go outside onto a balcony bit where I can hear you better. Oh, there we go. That's, isn't that... That's, oh, that's fantastic. Good. OK, good. 9.45. Now, that's kind of quite... That, that's quite late for a show, isn't it? Well, actually, I always do it at 9.45. I, 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 um, I, watched, I, I came up the year before I did my first solo show yeah. and just snouted around looking for what I wanted to do, the, the best venue and the best time. Yeah. And I went for 9.45, and then as it got closer to the, my first night, I was sort of thinking, it's got a lot of potential for drunk idiots to yeah. just lunge at you and sort of kill you. But uh, actually, mm-hmm. I, I, I really enjoyed it that year, so every year I... I almost kind of anally do it at 9.45. And has, any, has anyone lunged at you uh, while you've been on stage performing? Uh, I've never been, no, I've never been sort of stabbed or anything. It's usually much sort of milder um, ambivalence that I get. <laughs> what kind of people are coming to your show? I'm guessing, uh, you know, people will have seen you uh, uh, on Screen Wipe with Charlie Brooker and they will have probably seen the Alan Partridge stuff you did uh, this year. Yeah, is it, is yeah. it attracting a different crowd this year? Um... Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's difficult to say. I, I kind of always feel really um, uh, sort of fairly privileged with my audiences because 
I start. I, I did it in like a very small room when I did my first one, and then the, the next year just built it up very slowly. So I've always kind of felt that they're kind of all there to sort of see me. Yeah. I've just been playing rooms that are like with 20 people in, so it's very rare that anyone who's anyone slips through the net. But yeah, now there's a slightly the, the Charlie Brooker thing was a, was a kind of a a big kind of moment. I think I felt like uh, it it sort of widens the net a little bit and there's but but people are still really interested in what you're doing because if they hate me on the charlie brooker show they don't come and if they enjoy what i do then they come so it's kind of it works it's kind of a win-win for those who don't know you're a poet is poetry poetry your main bag is it man well it's um unfortunately yes it it never was supposed to be that way but i kind of found myself i've kind of painted myself into a Poetry corner, just at the moment. Yes. So yeah, I mainly do poetry, <laughs> which is kind of quite strange. When, I, like, I didn't do any poetry four years ago, and then I, and now I'm, yeah, it's weird. I can earn money from being a poet. If you don't do the poems, you get like the the lads at the back. Do a bloody poem! Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. rhyme it. Get poems out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My gigs often descend into everyone <laughs> stamping their feet and saying rhyme again and again and again. But your poems are good. I think we no, should st- we, we should stress that, shouldn't we? That your poems well, they're are really good. They're, they're really, really good. good. Well, alternatively, they're really bad. It's a, it depends on your perspective. Uh, you have the you have the uh, a book coming. Is a book out now? Uh, yeah, the book was out. Um, I think it's, it's this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, incomplete, the incomplete Tim Key. The incomplete Tim Key. Yeah, very good. And there's a picture of yeah. you on the front as well. Yeah, and I don't have a shoe on. Like it's like what? I'm incomplete. Like I've oh. I've not dressed completely. I see, I see what you've done. The picture I'm seeing, we can't see we can't see your legs. Yeah, well that is a that is a um, unproofed copy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the actual one, after a lot of negotiating, yeah. has a full length yeah. photo of me with my little footy out. You totally stuck it to the man there. Well I, done. <laughs> yeah, I'm yours, did. publishers. That was a- that was a fight I wasn't prepared to lose. <laughs> no, further away in the shot. Further away in the shot. <laughs> very, very nice. Uh, and you're doing a, a big tour as well when you finish Edinburgh. Well, I don't. I mean, that's that's uh, that's up for negotiation. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say big. Seventy, well, 70 know, dates like, is quite big. Well, I it, it's not definitely seventy dates. Oh, I think uh, that's. Uh, I, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to do the show. Yeah. And then I'm doing the show in the Soho Theatre in London at Christmas. Yeah. And then um, I, I think after we come back from Edinburgh, we'll start putting the tour in and work out where we're going. Okay. Uh, but it might be slightly less than seventy. I did it last year uh, or this year, and we did um, we did about twenty five, and that felt like uh, that felt like a lot. <laughs> I can hear the exhaustion in your voice. Twenty five days. Month. I mean, but I really enjoyed it. I kind of that, that was one of my best experiences, you know, as a as a performer because I've just done Edinburgh so many times and obviously performed in London a lot. So you kind of get to a point where you think my stuff only works in London and Edinburgh. So it kind of uh, is quite comforting. <laughs> go on the road and you sort of work out oh that's interesting people in Norwich quite like it so it's kind of quite edifying when you start uh, doing it in more places Edinburgh is is fam- the festival in, this in particular is famously debauched the last time I was there 12 years ago I was still drinking it was it was a horrific mess but I had one of my most exciting um, uh, outdoor sexual encounters I've ever had <laughs> it's yeah, true that's interesting anything like that happened I don't know whether you're, you're, you're married or I don't know what your situation is but anything like that happened so far in week Have one? I had sex outside so far? <laughs> yeah. In an alleyway? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm currently... Uh, no, I'm not currently. Um, no, I, I, haven't, I haven't yet had sex Good. outside this, this festival. OK, well, they still... It's, no, it's been more sort of prosaic. It's been finished show 
and then a complete uh, release of going out and getting drunk, and then uh, I variously either going back with or without a kebab. But without a lady, as a as a rule. But uh, Tim, listen, it's, it's marvellous to talk to you. I'm sorry that we sprung this on you, but uh, sack your. It's really your... exciting. I just like I suddenly had a num uh, a London number come up on my phone. Wow. And I was talking to someone really interesting, and uh, I was just doing that thing where I was sort of looking at her, looking at my screen. Oh thinking, no. And yeah, and eventually I took it. She now thinks I'm incredibly rude, and she's and I really like this girl. <laughs> she's the girl from um, she's from This Is England. Oh, she smell from this is England. The one she's got amazing eyes. She's a, she, yeah, she's amazing. She's an amazing person. Oh god! And, uh, so yeah, we you. were just uh, we were just talking. And now you'll never it, find her know? again. You'll never find her again. That's it. We've I know. That's what it. I say, isn't it? You meet smell once. Yep, yep. We've all we've all met smell once, and that's <laughs> yeah. we've never got, found her. Got to seize her. Well, Tim, listen. If when you come and do the Soho shows, come in one day when you know that you're going to come in and oh, um, I'd love to. do some I'd, poems I'd, and I'd, things. I would love to do that. We listen to you on our tour. On our tour, we always listen to you on our way back. When, now, when you say listen to me, do you mean me or the station? Uh, well, both, both. Okay, well, that's... I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, that, that's... You, I'll you buy are that. inseparable from your station. I'll buy that's that. That's the only way you can listen to you. <laughs> Tim... We didn't, just sort of, we didn't sort of, on each of our tour dates, come outside your house and just sort of uh, put a glass to your window. It turns out the glass, the glass on the wall trick doesn't work, by the way. It's a myth it's made by old, by old Marx Brothers films. Oh, is that right? Yeah, doesn't work. Hey, can I just ask one question? Yes, of course you can. What, what is the current situation with the riots in London? Well, uh, it's it's not looking brilliant. If I'm completely honest, not? it's it's there's a lot of fires and um, yeah, it's not looking Where... great. Oh, I, I haven't got the TV on, but it's 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 not looking great. It's it, there's you know, but but it's you know, we'll, we'll we'll get through this. We've got through worse. We tend to, don't we? We'll we, muddle through. We'll we'll muddle through. Tim, it's we'll like and laugh, won't we? Well, probably not, but no, never mind. <laughs> Tim, it's lovely to talk to you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, I will, and uh, I'll see you soon. Cheers, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. There we go. He didn't know it was uh, being sprung upon him, but he managed to pull it off with what I believe will be called a plum. What is a plum? Ah, absolute radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio. Hi, it's Christian... Eloise, I have a technical question. Um, yes. Which news thing do I play? Um, it's the one in purple that says something like IRN. Where would that be? What box on, would that be? On Absolute News, I think it says, or mm. let me just have a little peek. You have, you, have a little, you have a little peek there. I can't re- remember exactly what it's called. No. Um, it's Absolute News. Where's, where's that? Absolute News, the purple one. Lovely, yes. ready, and I've got it. I've done the back, back timing. We're excellent. We're all good. And we're going to Edinburgh again. Tim Key was lovely, wasn't he? He was. What I a can't charming believe, person. Because all today I spent ch- chasing the people that book it. Yeah, still on, all fine. Here's the number, blah, blah, blah. Well, also on this press release, it says he's doing a 70 date tour, and he went, no. <sighs> Not as far as I know. You're joking. <laughs> I'm going to email them about this. Please do. Please do. But he was lovely, and he, hopefully he'll come in one night when he's, uh, he's back. Oh, and good. Stuff, which is good. We're going to go to Edinburgh now. This is like the whole Edinburgh Festival live in your ears. Uh, it's Lewis. Hello, Lewis. Hello. How are you? I'm struggling to pronounce your last name. It's Drybra, like Edinburgh. Oh, I would never have said. I would never have said anything like that. That's ridiculous. You you are a Scotch, aren't you? So you that's probably yes. That would make sense. Yeah, that's it. We're funny up here. Uh, well, you hope so. Now, listen. For people may remember you for ages and ages and ages ago on this show. Uh, we talked about a young man who was um, putting nice notes inside books and in sort of random places, and that was you. 
That was me, yeah. Uh, you're, you're on Twitter as at the South Pole, and you were one, when I got rid of all, all the people I was following on Twitter, you were one of the few people that I kind of hovered over the, the unfollow button and was thinking, he does, he gives good tweet. He gives good tweets, but I, I had but just, to... But not enough to stay, not enough for you to stay with me, no? I, I had to be strict. I, I even unfollowed my <laughs> wife for a while until she had a, gen, a genuine strop about it, and I had to stop. And now, for some reason, I have to follow Sarah Cox. We've got this oh, okay. thing where I can't not follow Sarah Cox. Anyway, it's irrelevant. You've, ta- you've somehow managed to cobble a show together and take it to the Edinburgh Festival, have you? Yeah, yeah, it's a three-man show, three of us, so that's less less pressure. OK, so let's get that. So it's a three-man show, and how many of you are there in the show again, Lewis? Uh, uh, three of us. Three in the three-man show, lovely. And it's, it, what's it about? It's about, uh, like, the boring, everyday things in life that we, we overlook and yeah. how we can take pleasure from them. Because one of your, your bags, man, is uh, <laughs> garage, the car park roof, rooftops, is that right? Yeah, the roofs of, of multi-storey car parks. Because every now and then, I do, I do have a little look at your blog and stuff. I, do, I genuinely think you're hilarious. I'm glad that you're doing a sh- taking a shot oh, there. Good for thank you. you. Uh, but so how? But how do you make that entertaining? Uh, you've got to come and see the show. <laughs> I think. He's selling it. He's selling it. I just think that they're like, they are a really great space that we can use. You know, they're in the city centre. Yeah. A wide open little concrete park that you yeah. can have. Yeah. I always, if, I, if I've got the time, and I, I, very rarely I go to multi-story these days, but if I do, I, I try and go and park on the roof because it's something feels feels a bit special parking on the roof. Yeah, it's even, it's even better going as a pedestrian, not having a car, having no reason to be there. Really? That's what's magic, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't the smell of piss get on your nerves? Uh, that's only in the stairs, though. You, okay. you fight through the stairway yeah. and you get to the roof and you're free. You're out and, yeah. who, who are the other two that you're doing the show with? Uh, James James Ward and Peter Fletcher. No, uh, do I know James Ward? That name rings a bell. He's he's uh, a celebrity on Twitter. I oh, think. okay. <laughs> these, these damn Twitter celebrities. He's, yeah, he's one of those. Yeah. Have, now you kind of got on quite well with Josie Long on Twitter. Is she, uh, is yeah, she coming? To, are you going to meet up? Met her, though, I think I will. Meet, meet up with Edinburgh. meet up with her in Edinburgh, man. Go and go and see her. Go and buy her a drink. She's lovely. Yeah, yeah. She seems she seems really nice. Yeah. yeah. Tweet, tweet her now. I want to see you tweet her now and say, Josie, I'm in Edinburgh. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? OK, I'll do, I'll do that for you. I'll include you in the tweet. Yeah, oh, this is it, man. This is what I want. Basically, I have got no celebrity friends. I was so close to asking Tim Key if he could make me, uh, let me be friends with Charlie Brooker. I nearly said it, and then I managed to, <laughs> I managed to pull back a bit. Uh, Lewis, where, what's the name of your show, and where is it on, please, sir? Uh, our show is called The Quotidian Review. And we are at the Bongo Club in Edinburgh. Oh, I know the Bongo Club. That's good there. So we start, we're start, we've not started yet. We're on Sunday, starting yeah. this Sunday for two weeks. OK, and what time are you on? Uh, we're on two, uh, the first week, half two, second week, seven p.m. Oh, you've gone for the controversial not keeping the show on the same time for the whole run uh, yeah. method. Yeah, we've got one week. We can, I think we can sort of pretend to call ourselves a headline slot. Yeah. I don't know how official yeah. that is. Well, no, Maybe you, don't tell anyone that. If, if you say it, then it's real. That's, that's how these things work. Give us the name of the show again. It's The Quotidian Review. And if people... It, well, I'm assuming that you'll be tweeting about it and stuff as well, will you? Yeah, yeah, we so will be. Yeah. At the, honestly, follow him at the South Pole because he is brilliant. Anyway, very, very funny. Um, it's lovely to talk to you. I need to go because I've, I've got to kind of back count and fit the news in tonight and I'm not very good at all this technical stuff and I need to start playing Blur in the next 15 seconds. OK, I understand. I'm, I'm glad you do, brother. It's lovely to talk to you. Keep, uh, keep in touch on Twitter and let me know how it goes.
All right, well, take care. Cheers, Louis. Ta-ta. There we go, you see? We're like proper artsy and stuff now. This is very, very exciting. Do follow him at the South Pole on Twitter. It's, it's a, a, a joy. One of the funniest people on Twitter. And, and read his blog. Excellent stuff. OK, uh, Jonathan, Trev, Jerry and Talat. Be with you after this. The blurs, isn't it? So there we go. Um, oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. We've, we, we've not really got to the main thrust uh, of what the show is meant to be about this evening. We are discussing English insults. Let's bring back the English insults. Someone called me an MF at the weekend. You mother... Mm. They called me that. I guess, come on, man. He may have even flipped me the bird, i.e. stuck his middle finger up at me. Come on, let's, let's reclaim the insults that this country is so... Is so famous for. It's two fingers. It's flicking the Vs, Eloise. If you're going to be stick something up at I someone... I couldn't do that to an old lady, though. Well, well, you should have done it. What? If she if she pushed you over... And in fact, on your Twitter, I'm sure you said you fell to the floor. I probably was exaggerating. Exactly. Probably was. She did shove me hard, though, and I did hit the other side of the bus. Flicker the V, say, in your face, old lady. Not not saying that you, dear listener, should go and do that, but I'm just we we, we want to find the best English insults. We want proper traditional ones. None of this American nonsense. It's all kind of come over here and is just hideous. We're we, we're better than that, aren't we? Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Talat, Jerry, oh god, Jerry's been waiting for ages. Uh, Jonathan uh, and Trev, the brioche man, will be with you shortly after the latest news. <laughs> You're listening to the Freesat Digital Radio Station of the Year. We are Absolute Radio. From the Sky News Centre at midnight, many areas of London are burning tonight as the most devastating riots so far continue into a third day. Bloody scenes resembling war zones have broken out across East and South London after thousands of young people took to the streets to lose... This is a fantastic Beatles song that we hardly ever play. I love it. Take some phone calls. Let's go to uh, Shoreditch and Talat. Hello, Talat. Hey, Ian. What can I do for you? Well, I'm, I haven't really got any insults to give you. I'm phoning you up with a bit of love, mate. A bit of love? Let's hear the love, man. Man, 
I've got a debt of gratitude to you. A debt of gratitude. Okay, this sounds good. Is is, is money involved at all? <laughs> uh, no. No. Just, just, okay. DVDs no. or computer games? Anything? Do you want? No, no. Nope. No DVDs. Uh, okay, that's okay. Well, I'm, I'm still vaguely interested in. Go on. I'll tell. I'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you. I've been meaning to call you for a little while. Okay, tell it. I. Uh, a few weeks ago, I went on holiday, yeah. and uh, I had a bit of an accident out there, and I slipped uh, a disc in my back. Yeah, I'm a very painful man now. I know what real pain is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was out of action, yeah, for a good ten days, just literally action. laid out on my back. Yes. And the, my good fortune was, mate, that I had loaded up my iPhone with loaded your podcast. Oh I'm yeah, long long term podcast listener. Well done, good for and you. You got me through it, mate. And it was lovely. I literally, I'd, now, I'd lay there for hours and hours. Tell it, can, I, can I ask you, you slip disc, a lot of pain. What country were you in? I was in Cyprus. Oh, OK, life. OK. Now, I know that over there, they're free and easy with the pills in hospitals. Were you off your Wicked, face on morphine? Man. I was buzzing. There we go. Fantastic. It's, tell it, it's, listen, I, I don't condone drug use at all, but it is the best way to listen to this rubbish is with medicinal morphine being pumped into you on a regular basis. Suddenly, everything becomes funny. It wasn't, but it's true, you're absolutely right. I would lay there laughing out loud at some of the calls. In particular, honestly, you get some right nutters phoning you. We do, yes, yes. I'll never forget those two northern lads that phoned up one time saying, all right, there, Ian, mate, you know, I just wanted to, you know, Obaka, you need to apologise for our lads out there. Obaka, Bama Obaka. Do you remember those? Uh, do you know, I don't remember what we did in the first hour of this show, so um, oh. I, 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 I can't remember anything that I've ever done on the radio at all, which is quite difficult because I'm trying to write a book about it. Oh, dear. Yeah. You've got, you, mate, you need to take this to TV. It's wicked. It's like, uh, for me, it was like having a box set of Kirby enthusiasm and just going through the lot. Well, it do you know lovely. what? I've had, it's funny you said that. I've had so many producers who've, who've met up with me and said, right, Ian, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to find a way. We love the radio show. We're going to take it to the TV. I'm like, okay. And they never, no one can because it's, well, there's not really a lot you can do with it. Yeah, that's right. Although I've got, I have got one idea up my sleeve that we're going to be filming in a few weeks. I, I need to send an email to remind someone that we're going to go and film it. So um, maybe, maybe. We'll sort something okay. out. Uh, but right, tell well, listen, are, are you still on morphine now? Because you sound, I'm honest, you sound a little bit out of it. I'm fine, I'm just a chilled out guy, man. Dude, that's what I, I like. You. That's what I like to hear, tell I've got a good, a good insult. It's the best one, man. It's the best of British as well. Okay, we want English insults. And you, and you always have it on. Up yours, mate. Up yours, up yours, Dolores. It's a great up yours. You can't get better, better than that. Do you up know what? Yours, you mate. can't. It really is. It's strong. It's basic. Yeah. It's firm. It's aggressive, but it's not violent. Beautiful. That's right. Beautiful. That's right. Well, tell it. I'm going to end this phone conversation with the only way I know how. Up yours. Up yours. Man. There we go. Fantastic, Jerry. Can you give him one finger and say there's your change? No, you don't. The, the one finger is a hideous Americanism. Is it? Yes, it, the, the, the two fingers is British. They can send about Eloise's speed. The what? Eloise. Eloise and what? Speed, if she's got... What are you, Elo- Eloise, have you got any speed for Jerry's after some speed? Speed? I'm not a drug dealer. She's not a drug dealer, Jerry. It's just recreational. Pension the off the seat at the bus stop and almost beat her to the door. I'm having trouble translating that. Say it again, Jerry, but this time... Can you speak it in English? Yes. A pensioner got off the bus. Yes. Off the bench. Yes. Almost beat to the door. And you want some speed? 
Oh, have you seen Monkey World? It's back on tally. <laughs> Jerry, have you been taking extra strong medication this evening? No, but Mrs. Jerry's here tonight. Oh, hello. And does she... Uh, <laughs> There's a ghostly voice in the background. Hello, Mrs. Jerry. She says hello. Do you want to speak to her? Yeah, I do, actually. I really do. Go on. I do. I'm intrigued. We've spoke to her before. Miss, have we spoken to Mrs. Jerry before? Yeah. Hello. Hello, Mrs. Jerry. Have we spoken before? Uh, I think so. OK. I, I don't remember it. Eloise does, definitely. You only vaguely remember it, so who knows if it happened. Is is Jerry having extra strong medication this evening? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you sure? Have you not slipped him, you know, you popped round, slipped him a couple of extra Pringles pills? Nobody's been eating Pringles. Oh, gee. I had some Pringles last night. I, f- I forget how good they are. Nice. Oh, barbecue ones. Don't you Jerry, shut up! I'm talking to your missus now! <laughs> He's been eating the barbecue ones. Oh, the best. Um, now, when... Uh, uh, um, can, I, can I think? Can I ask you this question? Um, no, I can't ask you that question, so I should, I should move uh, uh, swiftly on. Is he always, uh, you know, as rambling and as incoherent as he is tonight? Yeah. OK, well, that's, that, that's fine. We, we always love Jerry's phone calls. Um, but it, it, <laughs> it is funny when he's had a little extra dose of medicine because <laughs> he just talks nonsense. He does anyway. <laughs> and it's wonderful to hear. Um, Mrs Jerry, um, what are you doing after... Are you, are you staying the night with, with Mr Jerry, or what's the plan? What's the plan? Yeah, keeping over for the night. Okay, keeping over for the night, and um, what are you doing tomorrow? Q&A. Yeah, well, maybe you want to meet up for a coffee or something? <laughs> I'm not being funny. He's in no position to <laughs> take me on. <laughs> Fan, fancy meeting up for a coffee, or...? I could, I could, I could book us into a nice mid-priced travel lodge, and we can make love. Bit cheap. Well, I can't hear any of this till the bloody podcast. Well, Jerry, nothing, nothing. I'm just, I'm just talking to you, Mrs. Nothing for you to concern yourself about. Mrs. Jerry, you've got my phone number. If you want to uh, meet up for a, a liaison, you let me know. All right, my love. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mrs. Jerry. Ta ta, there we go. Let's go to uh, Jonathan. Oh, it's Cheer Up Sunday, Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. (laughs) I met you, I met you, I met you Sunday night at Set the Agenda. uh, Which, and everyone everyone who came down, thank you so much. Huge success. Wonderful. But I was was so busy and so distracted, it took me two minutes to realise who you were. (laughs) You're, 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 you're darker in real life than, uh, than your photo would imply. You also thought I was bald, didn't you? Well, your your photo makes you look bald as well, yes. The current photo that I've got at the moment? Well, the one that, that I have been seeing, I don't know if you've changed it, but yes, the photo that I'm used to seeing with you, uh, you look bald. I, I'm not bald, though. I just like to... Just like it's, to it, well, that. no, it's thinning a little bit. Oh, is it? Well, a li- well, yeah, it is thinning a little bit. If I'm honest, that's a bit distressing, well, given it, my age. Well, you're a young man. You, you but nothing, my, my friend went bald at the age of 21, and uh, now he looks like a giant potato. He uh, <laughs> does. Well, that's it for but it was very, um, it was very, very nice, very nice to me. It's funny, isn't it, how you um, get images in your head of what people look like, right? It is. Yeah. And we had. Uh, one guy, can I say, can I tell this story? I think I can tell this story, right? One of the listeners, uh, it, well, I can tell this story, but now I've built it up so people will think I'm making an issue. Paul from Malaysia, you remember yes. he turned up at Set the Agenda. Oh, did he? And he went, hello, Ian, I call you a lot. Um, I'm your caller from Malaysia. I went, oh, is it Paul? He went, yeah. And I was shocked because he was black. And, oh. And, I, and not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. What? Yeah, but in my head... 
in my head, I'd always imagined him as being um, quite tall, slim, white, with sort of uh, quite a strong side parting. And he's... I think I had something similar Yeah, in yeah, mind. yeah. And he's, you know, quite a, a stocky black man. Completely the opposite of what I'd imagined. And it was a real... I, I, we should do this one night. We should guess what callers look like. <laughs> and then get them to send photos in or something. Because I was just there was completely... a great sense of um, yeah, a great sense of community of meeting the other listeners. There was a um, lot of listeners there on Sunday. It was nice, and uh, I, I feel yeah, bad because yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk to Paul. He'd come all the way from we Malaysia, and he didn't not just for the, that set the agenda. That would be ridiculous. But he'd made the effort to come all the way from from Malaysia, and I didn't. I, I hardly spoke to him at all, and I felt a little bit bad. Uh, I'm sure he well, you were excessively sure. busy. I hope so. It was a bit. It was a very busy night. There was probably about a hundred people there, uh, and there were lots of nice listeners and um, lots of people who call in, and lots of people who post on the Facebook page. Yeah, Jasmine Amatosho was there, Aww. who posts on the Facebook page yeah. all the time. It's really nice. He's just, you know, he's just see all these people and kind of, you know, I, I do. I know I say don't touch me and stuff, but uh, I like seeing these people in a crowded. It it's nice yeah, seeing them in a crowded environment where I can uh, go. Oh, I've got to go and see someone over there and not talk to anyone for too long. That's <laughs> what I like. And then I'm going to go. Who, who was the girl that was with you? That uh, it was Kashmira and Flossie. Flossie was the Flossie, girl that Flossie. came to Cheer Up Sunday. Flossie is the girl who went to Cheer Up Sunday, and her dad went and stayed with Davy Jones. Oh, and I'm going to yeah. go. I'm going round to her house to meet her dad. Are you really? Yeah, totally oh, going to go around. Well, she's not emailed me yet. Get her to email me. Yeah, I've, I've given her your email. Well, t- she, um, t- tell her I want to go round. Uh, her, I want to meet her dad. You don't want to sound too desperate, though. Ian, I'm desperate. I'm keen. I'm desperate. And yeah. all, ah, I need a word with you because when you made me come over and talk to you, I was holding a hard drive. I put the hard drive down on the bar behind you, and I bloody left it there last night. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be I Gary Glitter all you. over again. <laughs> I didn't make you talk to me, but okay. Um, is there any chance you could? Because what I'm thinking what? is like, yes. What if the monarch isn't there after today? What if what what what? If if the monarch isn't there after today. The monarch will be there. The monarch's, monarch's been there for a million years. It'll be fine. What are you calling it the monarch for? The monarch? The Isn't monarch. That how you say it? No, you don't. You say monarch. The monarch. monarch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's monarch. The monarch. As in the monarch. No, the monarch. You don't say the monarchy. Monarch. I do. Say it. <laughs> the monarchy. Why would, you, why would you say words so incorrectly? That's the correct way of doing it. Why, why the, are you saying it? Because it's not the correct way of doing it. It's the the monarchy. The monarchy. Yeah. There we go. You've got it. I, I'll forget it by tomorrow. Well, uh, I've got an English insult. Just quickly. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Uh, it's the best one. Yeah. For me, it's the best one. Uh, you muppet. Muppet. When, when the, well, no, yeah. mm, uh, well, but muppets are American. This is Ninkum the thing. That's a good one. Ninkapoop's a good one. But if you can't, it's hard to say it with any aggression. Oh, you nincompoop. You couldn't have said that to the old lady. But, but, Muppet is, but Muppets are American. Twit. No, but, I mean, didn't they steal yeah, it? Twit. Didn't we have it originally? I mean, it's said with the right voice. Well, it's really intimidating. We need... You Muppet. You Muppet. Well, it's kind of become sort of like a Cockney <laughs> favourite, but I, I, would, I would hesitate and I would suggest that that's an American... Um, the Muppets are American. Yeah, but didn't they steal them? What do you mean, didn't they steal them? No, they, they, we stole them. The word, them. at least. Oh. Floundering. Maybe we should give them back. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should play a record. Maybe. I'll talk to you later, Ian. Bye. I've talked to him for ages before I realised who it was. I felt so embarrassed. Bam, 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 b
You don't care. What do you want? Well, I'm not. Why? What's wrong? Well, I've been betraying Ian. Why? What, what happened? As you know, last night you had set the agenda and everybody yeah. laughed and everybody had a lovely time. A lot of fun. lot of fun. And there was a comedian on called Barry. Barry from Watford, yes, yes. Yeah. And he said, you know, send me some jokes. So I sent him some. You yeah, know, yes. like a young X Factor hopeful. Yes, yes. He emailed me back. He says, "This is your ticket, Rob." Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, writing... it's like show me the funny. Yeah, it could be writing for the Grumbleweed, yeah. Richard Blackwood. You yeah, know, yeah. he promised me <laughs> yeah. big names. Ah, yes. And you know, he told the joke. Yeah. I gave him a Formula One race car. Yeah. He was Lewis <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. I gave him an empty goal. He was Wayne Rooney. Yeah. And he messed it up. Yeah. And he's blaming me, saying. It's not funny, and then starts attacking me in front of the crowd. He was so, he was very rude. Now Barry did genuinely send me an email. This is why I hadn't mentioned this. Can I, may I read this email to you? You can read it out. My it, heart's broken. Ian, great fun last night. I thought there was a really nice vibe. Very friendly. I feel a bit guilty about taking the mick out of Rob Bernays and Noel Taylor's jokes, both of who have mentioned it to me today. So best if it isn't mentioned again. I don't want people to think we ask for their jokes and then rip the wee-wee out of them. I know I'm a big lovey, but it seems a bit mean, even though they were utter sh- rubbish. <laughs> he, he pretty much is like the comedy talent person, you know, luring young boys in, an old man luring us in. We give him his sweets. You what, know, what? and he's left a nasty taste in my mouth. What I didn't, what I was upset about, right, was that we spent a whole. It was his idea, Barry's idea. We spent a whole week of shows mm-hmm. last week trailing this, sending your jokes. Barry's <laughs> going to read all the jokes. We had about thirty cent, and I forwarded them all on to him. Right? Yeah. He did four of them, and then <laughs> thought, "Oh, sod this for a game of soldiers," and stopped and went back to the usual rubbish. Jeez, jeez, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> That's all he did, so we wasted a whole... W- I said you owe me about £15,000 in airtime. You know, I've probably spent about two hours of work time last week trying to write things down, yeah, and yeah. I get an email back, this is really funny, and Rob. And you, you do health and safety, so someone could have burnt, uh, burnt an eye off or, or lost an arm or something. People could have been dying! They could have been dying! I was there for Barry. You know, the old biddy to bring back UK insults. <laughs> have you got a message for Barry this evening? Well, it's two words, Ian. Barry, up yours! Thank you very much. Let's go to Jim. Oh, Jimmy, the film reviewer! What's going on, mate? Jimmy, is that you on Twitter that keeps hassling me? A little bit, yeah. It is you. Okay, I didn't reply because I wasn't sure. I will reply. You were were so close, Jimmy, so close to coming to a premiere uh, or a private screening of Cowboys and Aliens with me. And then I was, okay. and then I was working out a way I could smuggle you in to interview uh, Craig, not Craig Charles, um, not Craig David. Who's the James Bond? David Craig, Paul Craig. What's, who's the James Bond man? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford. You nearly came and interviewed them with me, but then I couldn't make it. Ah oh, man. Yeah. Never mind. Hopefully there'll be another time. Yeah, hopefully there will be another time. Are you normally free in the daytimes, or do you have employment, or do you go to school? I, I do. I do have employment, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's flexible. It's flexible. Okay, because quite often these screenings are sort of in the morning or something. So if, I, I would be keen to get you along to one of them. Just let me know, man. I, you know, it worst comes to worst. I'm good at sickies. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You could do a sickie for Cowboys and Aliens. It looks wicked that yeah. film. 
I don't pull a lot of sickies. No, so if I pull no. a sickie, it will seem genuine, innit? Can you do your sickie voice for me now? My sickie voice? Yeah. I, do you know what? I just I just do normal. I just oh. go, look, boy, so I've got this crazy headache, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, I know I ain't finished this, but what I'll do, I'll work Saturday, and then yeah. they know that I don't go sick, and they're like, no, 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 you don't have to work Saturday. Don't worry about it. Like, do you know what I mean? They relieve me. Like, I mean, if you're sick all the time, you proper have to like hold the throat. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, boss. That is right. You know what it is, yeah. Last night, right, I must have, I must have drunk some funny Guinness in it at some guy's house. <laughs> some oh. funny Guinness at some guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting, I'm getting abuse on Twitter, Jimmy. Can you believe that? Listen, Ian. I, I don't know if you're annoyed with me or not, yeah, because I think you're a bit of a bias about how to wash the trainers. Yeah, oh, the, I, the, I, I put my trainers in, I put them in a, um, a, a pillowcase. Yeah. I washed them okay. 30 degrees. I've now got dirty trainers in a dirty pillowcase. Nah, man, you did it wrong. Yeah, did you put the powder in with the thing? I didn't tell you that bit, did I? What, put the, I had the little uh, c- capsule. No, I put the powder in the pillowcase. Because if you don't put the powder in the pillowcase, the dirt can't get out. Oh, right. If you did that one thing, be, did, you, did you stuff the socks in the trainers? No, I did not stuff the socks in the trainers. Oh, you're going to lose the shape, man. Oh, man. Well, gonna, to be honest... The toes are going to poke up. Oh, look at this. I, there's, there's someone on, on um, Twitter called Talking No SHIT who's just sending abuse to comedians. Is it? Yeah. What knob? <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a movie review for us, please, Jimmy? Yeah, I have. I have got a review for you, man. I watched Sucker Punch the other day. Oh, yeah. Go and tell us about that. Yeah, right. Basically, um, it's that guy. You know Zack Snyder? Yeah. Uh, Legend of the Guardians, Watchmen, 300. Yeah? Dawn of the Dead. Right. What it is, yeah? You've got uh, got this main character, yeah? Let me go through the cast quickly, right? The cast is Emily Browning. She plays Baby Doll. Abby Cornish, Sweet Pea. (laughs) Jenna Malone plays Rocket. Vanessa Hudgens, Blondie. I don't think I even need to tell you any more of the names no. to make you realise what was it. You know what I mean? What kind of vibe they're on on this film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. It's a bit naughty. Yeah, it's a naughty, like, naughty vibe. I naughty. love, I love naughty vibes, man. It is a bit naughty. Yeah. But, but basically, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. She. It, what is this? Emily Browning. She gets put in this nut house. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, she's got one waste man stepdad, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like some proper iffy character in many ways. Like, many he's ways. like, he's going for a dad's inherent urns, like, he's a bit of a child VR, like, and on top of that, yeah? Yeah. He's one seedy, soapy kind of guy, like. Yeah. Like, but when I say, you know, like, old dude, long coat, all I, black. I know like, what you know. And I love you from right there, that kind of scene. A, like, a pervert. Mean, yeah, proper perv, man. Yeah. So what it is, the institution wants to do some madness to her, which I don't even really want to say because it's got a lot to do with the story. I don't want to spoil it. Like, <laughs> 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 so, I love it. Yeah, go on. Uh, yeah. So, this is my so, favourite so, bit of the show. get out of this place, she goes into this like imaginary mental state, like sort of like a coping mechanism thing, yeah? Oh, yeah. But she hooks up with all these other chicks who are like in this loony bin as well, yeah? <laughs> now... I have to go over it again. I do apologise, Louise, you know, but these these chicks are moving in, yeah? Yeah. Like, 
they ain't hiding what kind of audience they're going for with this one. You know what I'm saying? Like they see, you know, it's kind of shot slow mo shots at certain points where yeah. you're like, okay, the skirt goes out and slow motion at that exact point, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, you know, try to style it out, make it seem like it's because of some action thing, right? Yeah. The shit, the shit's called baby doll. You know what I mean? Yeah. But basically, that is pretty much in the nutshell what the film's all about. It's a mental thing, really. Yeah. But it's a bloke mental thing. And most blokes ain't even going to notice the mental because they're all too caught up in the, the skirt, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but basically, action is proper, like, Tekken style, like, you know what I mean? Um, like, you know, there's one dude in there, Ian. You know Raiden from Mortal Kombat? I do know Raiden, yeah, yeah. It, he's like Raiden, but he's like nine foot taller than the average human. Wow. But instead, he's just, he's raw. He's got a gun yeah. and he's got a sword. I ain't never seen nothing like Why would you, you a gun and a sword? That's insane. That he's like, he's like a samurai and a bad man marksman. I don't really understand where it no. comes from. But no. Of, this guy's snide or whatever. He's coming up with something new, I suppose. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a good film. The action Wicked. is nuts. Yeah. He's nuts. You know what I mean? I give it uh, six and a half out of ten. Six and a half. So, so not, not bad. Not bad score. Not bad. Not bad. Because... It, I was thinking seven, yeah, but I was thinking, nah, nah, I can't give it seven. No. I, I, it's kind of... Did, the, did the skirt raise it up, up to a half? Up, up from six to six and a half? Uh, the, no. The skirt, nah, it didn't. Oh. It didn't, you know, even though the skirt is amazing. I mean, it is good. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it yeah. is like... Uh, and, and you know what? The madness is, is I watched it with my missus, and she liked the film. Yeah. So, oh, actually, you know what? Just for that... I'm sorry to re-, re go over it. I'm going to give it seven, Beautiful. just for the fact that they managed to do a bit of a filthy film, yeah. right? The, the, the that girls can like as well because it's, it's like emotional. Like as well. That's a massive feat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Fantastic. That's a massive feat. Uh, yeah, big them up, man. Flipping seven out of ten, bro. Jimmy, it's lovely to talk to you. I speak to you again soon, fella. Nice one, Ian. Let us know about the old premieres, mate. I will do, my friend. Jimmy and his fantastic film reviews. You will not get film reviews like that anywhere else. The highlight of the show for me. Absolute Radio is our name. In Lee, Absolute Radio, Mark Crossley's going to be on at 1 o'clock. We're here Mondays to Thursdays, 11 till 1. Uh, don't bother calling in for a bit. We've got four calls lined up. Steve, Phil, Trev and James. Uh, once we get through those, we will um, maybe fit some straight to air if we have time. Trev! Bless my cotton socks, I'm in the news. Yeah! Love anyway. a bit of the teardrop. We love it. We love it. my reward. Yes. Anyway, first off, you and Louise have been blinding since yeah. you came back off holiday. Louise, we've been blinding since we, you came back off holiday. That's right. Yeah, we go. Lovely. Good. Thank you, Trevor. Anyway, yes. I've, just, I've just got back from the uh, World Blindfold uh, Masturbating Championship. Excellent. Thanks very much for letting us know. James! Yo, Ian. Yes, James. How you doing, sir? I'm going uh, away on like... holiday again in a couple of weeks. I, well, where are you going? I'm going to, well, Top Secret Destination. Can't be that top secret. You just told everybody off on holiday. Come yeah. on. Well, but the, desti- the, desti- the, de- the destination is top secret. <laughs> hey, I started <laughs> watching. with the American accent. I started to watch uh, Americana you're in England these I, days. I, speaking of Americana, I started watching Watchmen today. Uh, and I wanted to see because I read the book. I liked the book. I wanted to see it when it came out. Never, never got around to it. Never got around to it. It was on Channel 4 the other night. Taped it. Yes, it was, yeah. I watched the first 30 minutes of it. They should have called it Slow Men or Bored Men or something. It's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> utter, utter rubbish. 
told you that one. Ian, I didn't even you? wait for the fit lady in the kind of tight PVC or anything. I didn't even get that far. That's how boring it was. <laughs> you fall asleep before. Utter talk. I stopped it and started watching Coronation Street. Sleepy men. Sleepy <laughs> men. It was a terrible movie. Anyway, you've not called in for that, James. What can I do for you? Well, I say I completely agree with you. The the um, Americanisation oh, of, of our land these days is. It's, it's horrible. Much. We can't get away from it. It's too much. Everywhere you look, yeah. everywhere, everywhere you look, supersized. Everywhere you look, drive through. It's just why don't why don't we just slap stars and stripes on the flag and bend over and allow Obama to come over and start ruling us all? Well, we might as well. <laughs> we, 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 might, might as well. we might as well. We might as well. We might as well. Have you got? Well, this is the thing I don't like. Is, is in particular is sticking up the middle finger, flipping, flipping the bird. Flipping the bird, yeah. I'd, I'd prefer to shove the rods out. I must admit, the yeah. rods, the rods is a lot more English. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that, of course, used to be used to taunt the French many, many years ago. Yep, yeah, correct. It was saying we haven't you because you, you, they would chop off those two fingers. They were the the bowman's fingers. What did they call the bowman? The fingers. The archer. Fact, that's it. I was watching uh, Stephen Fry the other night with uh, quite interesting QI, oh, oh. and he completely debunked that. Oh, nothing to do with it. What? <laughs> Yep, it's absolutely it's something to do with it, but it's not as da- it's not as yeah. as we first imagined. That Are you telling uh, me that Stephen Fry could perhaps be an American undercover? Possibly. Hey, a- no, you might be onto some of that. Mm. Maybe he's not homosexual. Maybe he's American. Maybe yeah, there were the similarities. Similarities <laughs> between the two. Um, all right, James. Anything else? No, that's about it. Up oh, yours. Oh, oh, English, oh. English, English swear words. Yeah. The Anglo-Saxon one, the C word that I can't really say. Yeah, oh, of course not, no. That's it. It's that's, funny, that's isn't it? That it's funny, and we won't say it, but uh, but now that we've said the C word, people know that word is now imprinted in people's heads. But it's funny, isn't it, that you can't um, say word... You can't say that word. You can. You, you can in the right context. I call my crew a set of yes. C words all yes. the time. Yeah. You can't say it to a woman because it, it is a bit disrespectful. It yep, is a bit. Yep, yep. You can't. You can't go that far and say, "Oh, you." I'd rather call them a female dog. Yes, a bitch. Um, but it, <laughs> it, it's funny, isn't it? I always find it strange that words can hurt people so much and be so, that, that I could. If I said the c yeah. word now, I would get the sack. I, I would lose my job for saying That's four ridiculous. letters. It, and it yeah, is. Yeah. It is ridiculous. There, there used it's to be a street. There was a street in, in London day. that had that word in its title. I can't remember what the exact name was, but there was a street. Uh, and it is, you know, it's just a word, man. Hey, words can't hurt us. We're seeing that on the news tonight. Words don't hurt us. Nope. Do they? <laughs> we're better than that. Far better. We are more evolved and more, more uh, educated rather than... James, be... up yours. Uh, Steve's in Manchester. Hello, Steve. Yes, it's Steve downstairs in the mailroom. I've just been opening oh. some of your letters. Would oh. you mind if I read some of them out on it? Steve from downstairs. Yeah, uh, yeah why not? Sure. Uh, yes, the first one is, Dear Ian, are you going on holiday this year? And if so, where to? I only ask because my wife and I are going to book our holidays this week and we don't want our once-in-a-lifetime holiday ruined by the chance we might bump into you, you ugly man. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, another one is, uh, Dear Ian, mm-hmm. both myself and my family wish to send you our deepest sympathies following the very serious accident that happened in your life. We recently have been what? on the Absolute Radio website what? and it must have been an accident. incredibly tragic event that's disfigured you to what only can be described oh, as on. beyond ugly. On, that's from yeah. Paul Arthur Harding. And uh, this final one from Ian Whitkins. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, Dear Ian, will you be writing an autobiography Whit- in the near future? Yeah. It's just that my daughter and son are about to leave school and I don't want them to fail later in life. I think if I read them your autobiography, oh, then that will now. give them the jolt and not come become on, such a big Steve, loser like yourself. Steve, listen, can you, can you not read some of the nice ones that are there, please? There isn't any. 
Thank you, Stephen. Let's go to Phil. Hello, Phil. Hello, Ian. How are you? Yeah, what can I do for you? Uh, first of all, you talked about Stephen Fry and the C-word in the same uh, con- in the same conversation. Well, can I just clear it up? I was not in any way implying that Stephen Fry is the C-word. No, He's one Stephen of... Fry actually done a documentary on uh, the C-word. And Did he? The, um, yes, uh, quite a few years ago. Oh, I'd like to see that. I bet that's great. It was actually used by the upper class yeah. uh, and the posher people um, in our country, oh. more so than the um, common skeg bags like myself. Yes, I see, I see. Intriguing. Oh, I might try and hunt that down then. Anyway, yes. talking about um, words, yeah. uh, you disrespected a gentleman for using the word monarchy Mon- no. in your show. Yeah, well, he said monarchy. Yeah, yes. well, it's... It's spelt monarch, so therefore no, it would be the monarchy. No. It's no, it's but it's pronounced monarch, so therefore it would be the monarchy. But no, but it's it's spelt monarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's but it's he was phonically correct. Well, no, but he was uh, he was incorrect because it's spelt monarch, uh, but it's pronounced monarch. It's like lamb is spelt lamb, but we say lamb. Yeah, because we turned into Americans, that's why. No, lamb, lamb isn't an American word, you idiot. No, but just dropping, dropping letters. But we're not, but, we but, <laughs> dropping the silent B in lamb is an Americanism. What are you talking about, Philip? Philip? Only my mother's allowed to call me Philip. Well, there's something I need to tell you, some. Well. Let's go to line one. Have- line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. Hello, Dawn. I want to know why you're not talking about things that need to be talked about. Is it something you've been told you're not allowed to talk about? Well, there are, I could, can I explain? You're talking about the rights, of course. Uh, firstly, uh, I, I had no intention of talking about them anyway because it's on the radio, it's on the news all the time, everywhere. Every other station right now is talking about them. So you're not talking about it by choice? Can I, can I say there were two points? So it was my initial choice not to talk about them, and secondly, I was then told not to talk about them after I made that choice. Is may I ask, is that coming from the broadcaster you work for, or is that coming from the government? <laughs> yeah, it's coming from the government. We're doing a media blackout because we're all part of a media conspiracy. It's come from my boss. I'm I'm sorry to be polite. BS. Last night. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! You do, you're telling me you're telling me that you think that someone from the government has told me I can't talk about it. Well, are I you just... are you that are you really? I'm going to ask you a question now, and I want you to think before you answer it. Are you really that stupid that you think the government are ordering a, a media blackout? On what's happening? Because I don't know if you've seen the news, or I don't know if you've seen the telly, or I don't know if you listen to LBC or listen to Talk Sport. They are talking about it all the time. So if the government are ordering a media blackout, they're doing a pretty bad job of it, aren't they? Well, no. Last night, LBC was doing a very good job of covering what was happening. Yeah, exactly. So that's not a media blackout, is it? How can it be a media blackout if they're doing a very good job of covering it? Mr Lee, every other channel, every news channel last night was doing a very yeah, good job. We are giving the listeners an alternative, something a little bit different. It's everywhere. If you want to listen about it, go to LBC, go to Talk Sport, put on Sky News. If you want to have two hours where you can escape from the mundanity and the hideousness of reality, then listen to my show. Listen. Good evening. Let's go to um, line two. You've got ten seconds. 
Indonesia tana irku tana tumpa daraku di sanalah aku berdiri jadi pandu ibuku Indonesia globul It's good to have you back John Boing. We're back tomorrow at 11 tata Mark Crosley up next